everybody and welcome to another episode of the Upstairs Podcast. I'm your host Steph Paulson and today we are looking at how we can avoid weight gain during the silly season without sucking any joy out of it. So joy is a non-negotiable, right? I imagine some of you listening would sacrifice a little bit of weight gain at the loss of any joy, but you should still listen to this. So we're in the festive season, right? Which means more socializing, more relaxing, means more drinking and more eating usually. The best. And after a hectic year, many of you want to relax 100%. You want to indulge 100%. You just want to dig in and have a good time. So this podcast idea actually came from my brother-in-law last year. One of his workmates was wanting a few tips on how to not blow out this Christmas but still be able to knock your socks off and have a great time. So here I am a year later delivering on the request. You listening will know whether you overdo it or not during the silly season. Roughly, you may know how much you overdo it as well. You may know that you gain a bit of weight because you know that you overdo it. You may overdo it, but not actually know if you do gain weight year to year. If you do know if you gain weight, you may not know if you end up losing it across the year. So I do have a study here that we'll talk about. It's a new Australian study. So sorry, Kiwis, it's not based on New Zealanders, but this is as close as you're going to get. It was done on 375 adults aged 18 to 65 years. So these were Australians. And they would weigh themselves preferably every day, but at least weekly for an entire year. The study was actually a first in that it was the first to look at changes in weight across a full calendar year in a southern hemisphere country. So pretty cool. The paper outlines in the introduction that longitudinal studies, so this is where they follow and measure people over prolonged periods of time, so that might be years or decades, Um, It is in these studies that suggest that Australian adults aged 65 years or less gain up to around 0.5 of a kilo and 0.6 centimetres around their waist um, each year. Some of you may or may may not know that, that sort of gradual weight creep that we see throughout our years. And then before you know it, you know, five years later, it's for some people five kgs. Ten years later, it might be five or ten kgs. So in this particular study, which just followed participants across one year, they found a median weight gain of 282 grams across the 12 months, which may not seem like that much. They did find annual weight change very widely across their participants. So the 95% confidence interval for weight change was about 10% of body weight, which is a lot. What they did find is that those who did gain weight appeared to yo-yo by a greater amplitude across the year. And it's these yo-yo patterns which which are associated with that poor weight control and those poor health outcomes. So what is currently poorly understood is where the weight gain actually takes place across the year. So when does it happen? And like I said, this is where this is the first time study in a southern hemisphere country. So let's get into it. Let's start with the festive season. So what did they find in the study during the festive season? So studies across many countries show weight gain coinciding with cultural celebrations, right? So in the US during late November to early January, which takes Christmas and New Year in as well, weight gain has been shown to be about 0.5 to 0.9 of a kilo. 
and it's thought to account of the majority of their annual weight gain. So what did this Australian study find? They found that, yes, weight gain was prominent during the festive seasons. So in Easter, we're having chocolate eggs, we're having crust buns, we're slapping that butter on there. The average weight gain here was 244 grams. And then in the study as well, across those summer months um, with Christmas and New Year's, it was a bit bigger at 546 grams of weight gained during that time period. The study also found weekly fluctuations, which may or may not really surprise you. So people tended to be heavier in the weekend and then tended to lose weight across the weekdays. Um, remember, these weight fluctuations will be very small, but that's the pattern they found in the study. And when it comes to seasonal variations, these were also quite interesting. So in Europe, in America, they usually gain weight in winter and lose it in summer. In Australia, they found that Aussies are the heaviest in summer and lightest in autumn, so around April. So we are heaviest in summer, December, January, February, lightest in autumn, April, and then weight progressively increases across winter and early spring, and then it dips end of spring. So we lose weight, start to lose weight at the end of spring. And then although we're gaining that weight in summer, weight gain in the study was greater in winter than in summer. So a greater gain of weight during the winter season than in the summer season. Um, there were just these spikes during the festive period, so Christmas and New Year, Easter. This is a bit different to the nor Northern Hemisphere, right? So they have an overlap. They, their winter overlaps with common festive periods, so they're getting hit with a double whammy. They've got winter and the silly season, which is why, you know, they're usually seeing that, like, gain in winter. Okay, so there's the data for you from this Australian study. And studies in the show notes, in case you want to take a look at it, go for it. My main message for you here is, if we kind of broaden it out, is that these small weight increases can add up over time. They can add up over the years. Think about what I just said before with the five years, 10 years. Like, you know, are you the same weight as what you were five years ago or 10 years ago? In this particular study, um, I did say the start around that 282 gram weight gain over the course of the year. What they also found is that one quarter of participants finished the year 2% heavier than when they started, which was about 1.7 kgs. Um, but like I said, there was a lot of variation between the people in the study. So now what? Is it about now worrying about weight gain this festive season? No, absolutely not. This is the time of year you want to sit back, relax, and enjoy time with your loved ones after a big old year. So what I have for you are just four key areas you can think about. Open your notes page on your phone right now. Put a center emoji, put a food emoji at the top of the list so you know what this note is all about. And take a couple of notes from anything that resonates with you here as I go through these four key areas. So the first one is actually inspired by my older brother. <laughs> He's a bit chap, but he also loves a drink or two. So this one is called Drink Up Front Up. His motto is all about, and I've actually changed the language a bit to make it a bit more um you know better for you guys to hear it's called drink up front up 
Meaning if you are going to have a few drinks, don't be a sack of potatoes the next day. So get up, seize the day, go for that walk, go for that water ski, go for that bike ride, play cricket with the kids, move your body even though you may not feel like it. Eat that carrot stick, eat a bowl of chips instead of an entire bag, have one dessert rather than having three servings, dig into that bowl of cherries and don't forget to spit the pips out and you know, try not to have KFC every single day and get the drift. Drink up, front up. I should also be advising you to drink less. So if you want to do this, go and listen to my podcast done earlier in the year on alcohol. It's an update on the latest evidence in alcohol and there's lots of great content in there. So go ahead and listen to that. Maybe one for the January uh, listening. Next one, food budget. You've got a money budget, right? Try to remember from time to time that you also have a food budget as well. Do I mean go and count calories? Hell no. I just mean be kind to your body and try not put yourself into the world's biggest food coma every single day. Christmas day, I mean maybe. Boxing day, you could pump the brakes a bit. Which leads into our next one, which is around like one to two times meal slash snack routine. So one of the best things I think about holidays anyway is getting out of your normal day-to-day routine. So not having a routine, no work. No 5am gym alarm, no butter and jam on toast rush at the door, no packing kids' school lunches, just none of that day-to-day routine. When it comes to your meals and snacks, pick a couple of areas where you can most easily execute some sort of routine. And it doesn't have to be a routine that you um, usually do. It could be something different that will help spice it up a bit. Um, Different in terms of perhaps the foods that you're choosing. So, for example, one could be ensuring that you are having some sort of meal in the morning. Doesn't have to be first thing after you wake up. Just try and get some sort of sustenance in the morning. Keep it simple. Keep it refreshing. Hopefully it's actually hot in New Zealand this year. It's probably, I don't know, a 10% chance of that happening. But if so, you could crank into a festive smoothie each morning. Make it green one day. Chuck some kiwi fruit in there. Make it red one day. Chuck those fresh berries in there. Another routine that you might want to have is committing to a substantial snack in the afternoon. So not just four slices of chocolate and some brownie to go with it. You could treat yourself to slightly healthier alternatives, so like some summer fruit, something you really enjoy. So mango, it might cost an arm and a leg, but this may be your afternoon treat. And then you may want to mix it up by having, instead of having you know your plain nuts and seeds that you might have during the year, you could have a nut and seed cracker. So the Panante new nut and seed cracker, for example, is a great option. And you can crank some of your favorite toppings on top of these. So that's the second one, creating a couple of routines. It's not about all the routine, because that's what we love about holidays. There's no routine, just a couple of key routines in there for you. And then the last one here I've called the anti-slob. So we all love to slob around at Christmas. We're relaxing, but sometimes it merges into a straight-up slot. Can you do something active every day? Even if it's just a 10-minute stroller in the block after you eat dinner, that's great. Just move your body once a day, but in a way that feels like good and fun to you. Okay, guys, those are your four. You may hear one of those and think, heck no, I don't want to do that. That's just not me. If the other three resonate with you, great. Write them down, keep them in mind, and just do what sounds achievable to you and give it a whirl. If you don't start doing a little bit of nutrition defense during the festive seasons, the weight gain may very well continue to catch up on you. 
Applying a little bit of nutrition defense in the silly season also helps you lower that restrictive versus non-restrictive behaviors that many people do live by. So that yo-yo pattern. So yeah, like I said, what feels good to you from what I have said today, pick that and run with it, write it in your notes. And hey, that's enough for me today. Go have the best break ever. You totally deserve it. Let your hair down. Have that fun quality time with the people you love. And I'll see you next year to wrap into 2024. And actually, very last thing, I'm aiming to release an episode early January outlining ways in which you can work with me in Jan, Feb. So do keep an eye out for that. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye.